Manhattan. Dead of winter. It's so cold, I think my balls have closed up shop and gone home. Home, back in Florida, where it's a beautiful 70 degrees this time of year. They're basking in the glow of the warm southern sunshine, while I'm stuck here freezing my cock off out by the East River. Two o'clock in the morning, 21 degrees. It feels closer to zero with the way the frigid air seeps through my thick black coat. The fake-ass fur-lined hood not enough to keep me warm. My ears are frozen. My nose is running, it's so goddamn cold. It's like tiny needles jabbing my skin over and over, obnoxious little pinpricks stinging and numbing me. I'd rather be stabbed with a knife than deal with frostbite. Snow from a recent storm is still spread out along the worn wooden dock, layered over patches of slick ice. Ice I almost busted my ass on not once, not twice, but three times as I walked along it. I wasn't made for trekking through slush, that's for damn sure. My boots are wet, my toes about to join my nutsack far away. You've got to be a fucking fool to be out here at this time of day. Fucking fool. That's what I am. That's me, Lorenzo fucking fool Gambini. Say it with me. Because here I stand, on the dock, hands shoved in my pockets, fingertips tingling, struggling to pay attention to the schmuck five feet in front of me as he yammers away about a card game that was robbed last night. Like I give a shit about some small-time gamblers in a city rich with, well, riches. So, like I said, my boss says the deal is... He's still talking. My teeth are chattering. How has my life come to this? Are you homeless? My question comes out in a cloud of breath that lingers between us, like the words are caught midair, frozen in the cold night. It cuts off his tireless rambling as he looks at me for the first time since arriving, his eyes widening with surprise. Or horror, maybe. Given it's me he's here with, I'd say the latter is likely. He stares at my face for a second too long, and he knows it, because before I have a chance to say anything about it, he averts his gaze, his eyes going straight to a pile of snow by his feet that he nervously kicks at, like a bad little boy that knows he's about to get a whipping. Uh, no, I mean, why would you think? Because you asked me to meet you here. Pulling my hand from my pocket, I wave around us, at the graffiti-riddled, bum-infested area. We could have met anywhere. A bar, a restaurant, a fucking all-night laundromat, but no. You ask me here. Nobody comes here unless they've got nowhere else they can go. So tell me, are you homeless? No, he says. It's just, you know, safer here. Safer? Seriously, you think it's safer to meet me right by the river when it's so dark that I could just toss your body in and nobody would give a shit? But my boss is a fucking fool, I say, cutting him off again. More of a fool than I was for agreeing to come to this bullshit charade of a meeting with some underling when I could be at home, in bed, 
with the gorgeous little blonde still riding me that I had to kick out an hour ago in order to make it here on time, which is to say something, you know, because that's starting to rank as the second biggest mistake of my life, and I don't even like that woman. She talks too damn much. The guy looks at me again. It's just a flickering glance, but it tells me that somewhere deep inside of him, he's got guts. He's got balls that haven't yet tucked tail and run. The kind of balls that can withstand all of this goddamn cold. Balls of steel. He came alone on the instructions of his boss, a man by the name of George Amello. Old Mellow Yellow was one of many so-called bosses to spring up after the Great Mafia Massacre, as the media oh so poetically dubbed it, when the heads of the notorious New York crime families were executed in a room over on Long Island, paving the way for me to take over the city. The competition nowadays? Pretty goddamn dismal. They're so inexperienced, so melodramatic that it's boring. They think they're playing a game of the Godfather.